Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. God is a God of detail. And the more you study the Word of God with the purpose to apply His Word to your life, you are going to see the Scriptures come alive. You are going to be recipients of the promises of God. Not just in the future in His kingdom, but God will work mightily in your life in this world. You will know his presence, you will know his provision, you will know his power, and you will see things from his perspective. Now, I say that a lot because these things are foundational so that we can be servants of God. And a true servant of God wants to apply his word, let me say that differently, will want to supply in obedience things in our life give them over to him so that his word his commandments his instructions can be fulfilled so let me ask you a question before we open up god's word and that is what are you holding back what are you not uh, surrendering giving over supplying providing so that that god will use you in a certain circumstance some need perhaps that God wants you to meet in the life of others and that might be as something as simple as simply being a friend to someone being there listening to them being interested in their life encouraging them befriending them when when others do not and this is so true we were talking at our study center a few weeks ago about how that that age see some of those who come have younger children than we do those who are in junior high and high school and it's a difficult time encourage your children if you have them that age to be a friend to those who who are friendless those who are being perhaps bullied and taken advantage of for your children to stand up and recognize them and and extend to them kindness and attention do not underestimate what being a friend to someone can do well with that said take out your bible and look with me to the book of leviticus we're now ready for chapter 12. now chapter 12 is a rather short chapter we're going to get through it very quickly but as you read and we'll do so together this 12th chapter of the book of leviticus i want you to remember something that those who were present surrounding the birth of messiah the circumcision of messiah and also this dedication known as pidyon haben 
meaning the redeeming of the firstborn all those people who are around messiah had something in common they were committed to the commandments of god and let me say something if you are not committed to god's instructions in his word not just the commandments of moses but all of god's commandments if you're not interested in hearing his commandments and doing his commandments you have a spiritual problem you have not believed the revelation of god we ought to be people that are interested in getting instructions from god why these instructions help us reveal to us how we serve god and good things happen when we are in the midst of serving him what's a great thing we experience his presence because when we're in the will of god and we're doing the will of god who are we going to encounter in a mighty way god himself so look with me if you would to that 12th chapter of the book of leviticus sefer vayikra remembering that name means that god has called us he has called us to be a holy people what does that mean committed to his purposes look with me to verse 1 where it says and the lord spoke to moses saying so again revelation is coming verse 2 speak to the children of israel saying now it's interesting because both verse 1 and also we see this first part of verse 2 they all end in the same way with the word lamor obviously verse 2 continues but this first opening sentence it ends with that same phrase saying god is speaking and let me ask you something when god speaks and one of the best places to hear the voice of god is in his word are you listening are you attentive what does god say here once more look at verse 2 speak to the children of israel saying a woman that and this is one it uses a word for implanting seed causing seed to be in her so it's simply a idiom for conception so a woman who conceives and not just conceives but she also bears a child meaning she gives birth now we know if she gives birth there's two possibilities that is a male the hebrew word zahar or a female nekeva only two choices and what one is born into meaning if a male is born that is a male nothing can change that if it's a female that is born nothing can change that all of this transgender is nothing more than deceit from the enemy and it is so sad today that we see governments all around the world buying into this deceit and it's all laying the foundation for the revealing of the antichrist let me just make it real simple to understand if anyone is confused about a male is a male and a female is a female when someone says i i I can't really answer what is a man or answer 
what is a woman this is one who has been prepared by the antichrist yes indeed if you subscribe to this concept of transgenderism you are being influenced by the antichrist why well the father of the antichrist is the father of all lies lies are related to deceit let's not fall into this this foolishness this this rejection of that which is painfully obvious so the word of god gets it right and it always gets it right look again it says a woman that is impregnated and and gives birth to a male we'll talk about a female in a moment giving birth renders her we're not talking about something sinful but it simply renders her unclean for seven days now this being unclean is a good thing she during this time is placed outside of society meaning this she is not responsible for the normal things that people are called to do she is put in a type of spiritual time out why for recovery so being in this state of a ceremonial uncleansiness is is not an outcome of sin it's an outcome of what's natural and that is giving birth to a child we see that if this child is a male it says that she is rendered unclean for seven days and then it says as the days of her and this is the infirmity and this relates to her customary time of impurity each month so it's similar it's like this time of what's called in hebrew nida which means that she enters into this time of of infirmity based upon this menstruation cycle and it says just like she is then she is unclean now why is that well during a normal time because that egg was not fertilized and therefore it represents death it had a capacity for life but it was not impregnated here she was but nevertheless she's treated through this this uh birthing she is rendered unclean here again nothing to do with sinfulness look at verse verse 3 we're dealing with the birth of a male and it says after these seven days on the eighth day verse 3 uva yom hashmini on the eighth day he will circumcise the flesh of his foreskin so circumcision is on the eighth day eight is related to new it's related to the kingdom and what we see is simply this circumcision of the flesh the removal of the foreskin signifies the death of the flesh and the death of the flesh is the characteristic of the kingdom there's not going to be the flesh meaning that carnal nature that sinful desire not going to be in the kingdom of god and circumcision reminds us that's what we're called to be circumcision takes that male child that is born he's given a name an identity and he's brought in on the eighth day 
into the covenant people and therefore the covenant people are not called to live according to sin to that fleshly nature look now to verse 4 and 30 days and three days so a total of how many a total of 33 days now those 33 days begin on the eighth day the eighth day when he's circumcised that's when the 33 days begin we have a previous seven days the child is born and for seven days she's unclean but notice altogether 33 and 7 40 and on the next day we go through what yeshua did if you read luke chapter 2 we have that redeeming of the firstborn that first male that opens up the womb of the woman there's a special recognition of that and yeshua went through that as well why because he came within that context of the torah everything the torah said he fulfilled his life reflected the righteousness of the law now notice what it says for these 33 days she is to sit in the bloods and it's plural in the blood of purity now here we see something this blood that continues on if it's there it's pure she is no longer after these first seven days she's no longer unclean that has been removed from her condition and it says and whatever is holy during this time she should not touch and to the sanctuary meaning the bet mcdash the temple she is not to go until the fulfillment of the days of her purity meaning those 33 days this is the days of her purity again not just seven the seven she's unclean but she's going through this process of being purified from this ceremonial uncleansiness and what happens well let me ask you a very simple question seven days plus 33 days 40 what's 40 in the bible change and on the 40th day she goes through this transition she changes and no longer is she in any way connected to that which is unclean she has been restored to her community that's if a male is born what about a female well look now at verse 5 and if a female she gives birth she is unclean for notice this shevuayim now this would be a doubling or two weeks and then we see something this is like she should be treated for those 14 days these two weeks as nida meaning she is unclean ceremonial and then it says something in the second part of verse 5 it says and 60 days and six days so 60 and 6 is 66 so we have something we have 66 and two weeks how many days are in two weeks 14. 66 and 14 is 80 and this is the number that she has to fulfill and during those 66 days she sits as we'll see in the blood of her purity meaning even though that there may be blood 
that blood is is sanctifying it is cleansing it's not like the blood of that customary time of impurity there's a healing aspect to it and what does it say well look at verse 6 when the fulfillment of the days of her purity and this is true whether it's for a son how many days would that be 40 or a daughter how many days would that be 80 and by the way I'll share with you something that uh, we were told by a, a obstetrician, and that's this. For some reason, when a woman has what's known as postpartum depression, it's stronger if she has it, and she has a daughter, that postpartum de- de- depression will be more intense than if it were that she gave birth to a son now that's what science tells us god knows all things and i think it's very very providential that god gives twice the amount of time for the woman to recover and be brought back fully into society if a female is born rather than a male most interesting well notice what it says when she fulfills this time period whether it's 40 days for a male or 80 days for a female what is she supposed to do she brings a sheep now this is a one-year-old sheep it's the word kevis for sheep but one-year-old we might think of it still as a lamb for a burnt offering and then the the male dove or a a pigeon literally it's pigeon a male pigeon or a dove for a sin offering and she brings that to the door of the tent of the meeting and she gives it to who it says two she brings it to the priests look at verse seven and he offers it before the lord and what happens and he atones concerning her now this atonement has a purpose atonement is not as great or significant as redemption but this atonement it is a covering and what it signifies here is simply a restoration to god for that time period meaning that dispensation dispensation of time she has a covering now why is that covering important because it shields her from any punishment why well some of the commentators say so that she is restored to god in order that she might raise of course with her husband these children whether it's a male or a female whether she has one or several that this this atonement brings that that purity god's presence god's provision into that house and it says and she is purified from the source of her blood meaning she is restored and now that source of blood that bleeding which signifies uh, oftentimes death and impurity that has been dealt with it says look at the second part of verse 7 this is the law of the one who gives birth whether it be for a male or for a female so you give birth to a male or you give birth to a female 
and nothing changes that verse 8 our last verse and if this one cannot find meaning her hand cannot find she cannot pay this one who who gave birth she doesn't have enough for a sheep it changes the word from kevis to say and this word say is related to the concept of redemption if her hand cannot find enough meaning she doesn't have enough money for a sheep she takes two turtle doves or two male pigeons one of these will be for a burnt offering and the other will be for a sin offering and it says that he makes atonement concerning her who does the priest does why for her purification now we completed this chapter but i want to conclude with something that i think is of great significance and that it says for her purification now i want to go off on a tangent before we conclude because a few weeks ago i received a very nice email from someone inquiring about this this greek text called the texas receptus now i like as most of you know the texas receptus and for those who do not know it is a greek manuscript it doesn't exist in any other language if it was a different language it wouldn't be the texas receptus it is a compiling of many greek manuscripts into what what those who have knowledge and wisdom believe is the best manuscripts to form the new testament now we know something it's not the only one there's also a text called nestle allen now when we look at the torah it says several times here for her purification tahara her purification now why is that important well let's look at one more place before we conclude and you can find out real quickly what type of bible translation that you have whether it is from the texas receptus or whether it's from nestle allen look if you would to the book of luke and chapter 2. now i had mentioned to you that uh yeshua he submitted to the righteousness of the law when he was a a small child being 41 days old he was brought into the temple for that pidyon had been the redeeming of the firstborn and also we know something his parents well they went through exactly what the torah says so i want you to look at luke's gospel chapter 2 and verse 22. what does it say there and when the days were fulfilled and what does your bible say their purification or her purification if you have the texas receptus it agrees with the torah and says her purification if you have nestle allen it says their purification not her but their well there is not correct it's not their purification but it is her purification so when you examine the texas receptus 
you will find that any changes between the Texas Receptus and Nestle Allen, you'll find that the Texas Receptus is more in line with the, the Old Testament, with the Hebrew Scriptures, with the Torah, and that's why I like the Texas Receptus. Well, again, what's the big takeaway for us in this 12th chapter of the book of Leviticus? Very simple, that we see from this chapter of Leviticus, chapter 12, we see that the parents of Yeshua, the biological mother, Miriam or Mary, and the, the legal father, not the biological father, the legal father of Yeshua, Joseph. The scripture says that they were righteous individuals. And what does that righteousness that they had caused them to do? To apply the word of God to their life to their family, to their children, to every aspect of their being. And if you want God to move in your life, then be a person who takes all the Word of God and apply it all to your life being led by the Holy Spirit. When you do that, you are going to see that that serves as an invitation to God to come and move in your life. And when God is active in your life, the outcome will be joy. Until next time, may God bless you. Shalom from Israel. Well, we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others. Please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org. Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website, loveisrael.org. There you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel. Shalom from Israel.